Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Practice Project Podcast from Encoda. I'm Bethany, and with me as always is my co-host, Ricky. In today's podcast, we're diving into the world of vocal health, a critical issue for all singers, choir leaders, and vocal coaches. We'll draw heavily on an article written by Professor Peter Lapine in 2008, when he was at Michigan State University, which explored the relationship between the physical aspects of voice production and optimal vocal health. In simple terms, it's about treating your voice with the respect it deserves. It's also important to know some of the warning signs for poor vocal health and how to prevent vocal damage. Whether you're a professional vocalist, a singing teacher, or you just enjoy singing in the shower, you need to be aware of how your voice functions and how to look after it. Let's start with a quick anatomy lesson. The key player in our story today is the larynx, a muscular organ that forms the air passage to our lungs. The larynx also houses our vocal cords, or more accurately, our vocal folds. When your voice is healthy, uh, the vocal folds in your larynx open and close cyclically, uh, trapping and then releasing air. And it's the rate of this vibrative cycle that determines the pitch of your voice. Uh, The more rapid the vibratory rate, uh, the higher perceived pitch of your voice. In a female adult, this recurring cycle of vocal fold vibration can occur over 200 times per second. But when we abuse or misuse our voice, for example by shouting or singing forcefully or without warming up, our larynx doesn't function optimally and excess fluid can start to build up within our vocal folds. This leads to slow vibrations and consequently a lower pitch than is intended. This can also result in even more strain in our vocal folds as we try harder to reach the right pitch, which can then cause swelling of the vocal folds. There is also a strong link between physical health and vocal quality. So if you catch a cold, or if you suffer from asthma or an allergy, then swelling of your vocal folds can sometimes happen unavoidably. And if you're performing, stomach reflux due to nervousness can inflame the vocal folds and make your voice raspy or hoarse, as can musculoskeletal tension, also due to performance anxiety, which contracts the muscles in your larynx, and so makes singing more difficult. Struggling to reach the right pitch, having a raspy voice, or experiencing pain when singing are all signs of possible vocal damage. Whatever the cause, it is important to completely rest your voice at this stage and stay well hydrated. And if your symptoms persist for more than a few days, you should see your doctor as soon as possible. Hi. I'm Mike Newman, ENCODA's Institutional Partnerships Director. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Practice Project podcast. You can make your practice even more effective with an ENCODA subscription. You'll get access to over 110,000 titles from renowned publishers, advanced annotation tools, and much more. So, subscribe today and enhance your musical journey with ENCODA. So what can we do to keep our larynx and vocal folds healthy? Well, Professor Lapine's article sets out several practical strategies, which we'll run through for you now. First, warming up properly before all lessons, rehearsals and performances is vital. Uh, For singers, that means warming up your vocal cords, uh, your lungs, uh, your upper body and also your brain. 
So a really effective vocal warm-up will include some physical movement to get your heart pumping, stretches to remove any muscular tension and align your posture, and exercises that not only engage your breathing and lungs, but also require you to think about your singing. All these different elements could be combined, for example, in a rhythmic uh, sight-reading warm-up combined with some breathing exercises. And it's not just about warming up. You should also work on developing good long-term habits for maintaining good posture, engaging your breathing, and using your voice in a relaxed, easy way. The second strategy described in Lapine's article, and this is more for teachers, is encouraging good vocal discipline when your students aren't singing. Uh, During classes and rehearsals, for example, make sure only one person talks at a time and try to stop your students from whispering. It's actually more harmful for your voice than talking loudly. Thirdly, make sure you build vocal breaks into your classes or rehearsals to lighten the vocal load. For example, students can rest their voices by listening to music or soft sight singing. Giving our voices some downtime during intensive sessions is crucial, but you should be able to do this while staying cognitively engaged with the music and the learning process. And after a performance, at least one hour of conservative vocal rest combined with good hydration is highly recommended. Speaking quietly in your normal voice is fine. So a good rule of thumb during this period is to not talk to anyone who's too far away to touch. Finally, never underestimate the importance of staying hydrated. It might seem like common sense, but many of us forget to drink enough water, which can seriously impact our vocal health. Smoking and vaping and drinking caffeine and alcohol all dry out the larynx, and so should be avoided, or at least combined with very good hydration. A healthy voice is a happy voice. And understanding what is going on in your larynx and the different factors that can affect how it works is vital to maintaining and improving your vocal health. Professor Lapine believes that vocal health shouldn't just be taught in lectures or through textbooks. It should be incorporated into singing lessons and rehearsals by doing a thorough warm-up, using regular vocal breaks, maintaining vocal discipline and encouraging students and performers to hydrate and rest their voices whenever possible. That's all from today's episode of the Practice Project Podcast. We hope you found today's discussion interesting and informative. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, practice smart and stay healthy.